last time on Dice Funk. I wish to <laughs> have a cheesecake that when people bite into, they go, oh yes, we that that is the friends we made along the way. And to distill, distill the friends we made along the way into like a nice chocolatey, biscuity, creamy mouthful. Uh, enjoy that. Bird tries to fly away, thinks you can't punch him, and then you punch him with a gun. A gun punch. Gun punch. We now have a charging, rampaging, healing Tarask robot. And Courage wants to be there to get revenge for Olivia. So it makes sense for you to take him along uh, in the body of Steve Day 3.0. We need to evacuate. People keep saying, bring back the Maxwells. Very well. I will contact Pearl. So I want to talk to you about the potential proposition for the future. After the mission. You must find the Rygar prisoners and ask them where Cassius is going. And then we will go there and we will uh, cut him in half and feed him to objectivists. That is plan. Hell yeah. Um, any clue from your intel on how far behind Cassius we are? Unfortunately, pretty far. He had the Rygar prisoner for a very long time on Drift Park and he can teleport anywhere in the galaxy. So he has very big head start. I am not confident about our ability to head him off before he accomplishes goals, but what else can we do? All week, Lauren's been sending me the same picture. It's like th- four or five times. It's Pikachu sneaking up on Misty, and Pikachu has a weird look on his face, and he's wielding a pickaxe, and it has such a threatening aura. It's not unprecedented. She often sends me like Kirby holding a gun or a dog holding a, a knife. Bird with the knife, yeah. Well, is there context for that image in the episode that it comes from? To where you know, like, are you inferring that he's sneaking up on her just because of how it's positioned? Listen, I have no or... idea. It was a gift. That I received. That is a, a beautiful fantastic gift. gift. <laughs> it has been cropped in a way that suggested. I think in the actual episodes, Pikachu is hitting that wall because they're like in a mine or something. Yeah, it's like rocky. And, yeah, I think they're digging for something. Yeah, Pikachu is like mining and Misty's talking to someone else. But it's been cropped in such a way that it looks like <laughs> Pikachu's sneaking up on Misty to hit her with a pickaxe. Hey, hey, hey I, I, I got some Pikachu news this week. Um, mm-hmm. I, I saw that Detective Pikachu oh before it came out, and uh, Pikachu, Pikachu, like, 100% does cocaine. Oh, nice! <laughs> <laughs> this like, movie no. was made exclusively for Lauren. <laughs> no, no joke, uh, Ryan Reynolds' Pikachu is like, yeah, he he, he, he do coke. I... Austin. Me. I left a surprise for you on the bottom of the roll 20. <laughs> I'm sure did, buddy. <laughs> It's a penis with uh, arms and top hat and a curly mustache, and it says, I say. Yeah. Is that a monocle? Yeah, it is. The top hat. That's Lord Muscle Penis. Mm. <laughs> is that your season six character? That's going to be my next season's character. Yeah. Do you guys want to play Dungeons and Dragons tonight? Yeah. Yeah. Can I be Sir Muscle Penis? <laughs> you did so much work of fleshing out Big Star. Now you're going to be Sir Muscle Penis. Yeah, well, I'm going to give him a sad backstory, too. <laughs> you literally can't help yourself. <laughs> now Lauren's just putting more threat- threatening animals with weapons in the Skype. That's her That's her entire like artistic uh, thumbprint, is like the juxtaposition of the cute and the terrifying. I don't know how I got this way. I'm sorry. Okay, well... 
And here's the part where I nuke all the drawings on the roll 20. <laughs> no! Did you save it first? <laughs> no! Did you save it so we can make them a token later? Or do I have to draw it each time? I think I still have the picture saved of when you drew him with a mustache last season. So we've we've got to go rescue some people from a very depressing black site prison where they're probably being tortured a punch. Let's talk about Fat Boy Slim is dead. Yeah, so <laughs> the plan is for the party to fly down to the black site on Gloria. You're actually going to take the dragons there because they are not ships, which can be uh, detected by technological instruments. Don't worry about the details. The point is the Suchunoko and your mechs are not going to be available inside the, the black site. So if you're going to fight, try not to fight anything too big. Okay. He said, looking directly into the camera. No. <laughs> It's never stopped us before. <laughs> it really hasn't. And if the different DM, you'd all have died so long ago. Oh, it's true. I, I do love ruining Austin's plans. It's one of your well, favorite things. You, you say we'd have died long ago with a different DM, but like a different DM probably wouldn't have let me roll insight on the universe. So like, <laughs> I, I think I picked the right DM. Or the wrongest one. Anyway. <laughs> So uh, let's fly down to the planet Gloria. Uh, I assume Big Star and let's see here. Big Star and Dreg on Sigrid and Melbeck and Sasha on Akira. That sounds right. That feels right. Yeah. Let's leave yeah. Objectivist at home because he's a baby still. A child. Yeah. I don't want my baby to get murdered. What's going on, Dreg? How are you doing? Seen any good uh, movies lately? <laughs> no. Joe, uh, cool. Did you, uh, did you watch that new episode of Reign of Tones? Jesus Christ. It's getting, it's getting real good. Reign of Tones or Toads? Because I really want it to be Toads. It's uh, an ambiguous title. It can be what you want it to be. It's uh, it's it's the new season of Game of Chairs, that really intense musical chairs uh, drama. Oh boy! Last episode, two people died. <laughs> Cigarette thinks I jumped the shark two seasons ago. You you watched the episode, Drake? <clears throat> no. What do you do when you're off time? Exercise. Jerk it. <laughs> <laughs> Stare at wall. <laughs> Is it, uh, is it fun? No. <laughs> I'm gonna take you to a baseball game. <laughs> Get you a hot dog. So, we fly down to the surface. <laughs> I mean, this might be the last time the party gets to talk to each other. I'm but... literally crying yeah. right now. <laughs> <sighs> Does Melbeck and Sasha have anything to say to each other? Uh, once I can stop laughing, yeah. Uh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so, like, what's the plan after we save the galaxy? Do you think we'll have to keep running forever? Or, like... I'm hoping that the process of saving the galaxy will eventually mean, like, you know, little by little things settle down. I'm hoping, you know... If we can prove this whole hive mind concept and, you know, planet by planet sell this as an idea, I think that helps us build position and hopefully things settle down and we can have a quiet life. 
Well, enough. I want a quiet life. Well, no, but okay. Not not labeled a terrorist life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Adventures, but not crime. If we can get to a point where like half of the universe either think thinks that like knows that we saved the universe, or b- believes in the hive mind concept enough to just roll with us, we'll probably be fine. We just need like a tipping point. <laughs> What do you think those two are talking about over there? Oh, probably the new uh, the new game of chairs. It was really dramatic when they stopped the music halfway through and like two people tried to sit on the same chair. <laughs> I'm sorry, I only read the books. So, uh, Drake, are you a kit person or a dog person, do you think? I prefer dog. Sasha's gonna yell from her dragon, Hedgehog! Dog is more tender. Oh, no! Runs more. I like that insight. Now, how about this one? What if you could keep just your penis or just your balls? (laughs) What the fuck, Chris? (laughs) Oh, boy. Penis. See, I heard someone make a very passionate argument once that they would want just the balls. Cigarette does a barrel roll. <laughs> um, to to, <laughs> to Sasha. Um, Balls more sensitive, <laughs> more easily injured. Please, no, Sasha. Sasha. My it's dying. Sasha. If 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 we do get through this, um, do you see us continuing to travel as a crew? I I know that's maybe a weird question. Well. I would like to think so. I mean, I want to do my my whole business future thing, but I don't see why that means we have to split up. Well, I'm certainly on board, team. Go along with you and try and help make sure that you do the thing that saves all of existence. I'm very on board with that plan. Also, we're like in a hive mind together, so it'd be weird if we were like, I ye. Well, isn't that the joy of a hive mind? We, you know, we can go as far apart as one, well, but we'll always be a big old happy family anyway. Oh, I'm gonna see everybody's weird things. You already saw everyone's weird things. You know what everyone's into now. No. TMI. You know those kinks you're trying to ignore? You know about them now. <laughs> okay, Drake. <laughs> you have to fight either one giraffe sized Tarasque. Or a hundred Tarasque-sized giraffes. What's a giraffe? You know what giraffes are. They're all over the place. <laughs> Read a book. <laughs> all the spare giraffes flying around. I think the one Tarasque would oh, be boy. more practical. Yeah, but that's a big giraffe. Are tar- are- yeah, aren't Tarasques bigger than giraffes? You're, you're, you're suggesting a giraffe- Yeah, so you just made it smaller. Yeah, you're making the, the Tarasque smaller. Yeah, but it's still a Tarasque. <laughs> the atmosphere <laughs> is very thin up here. I think Big Star and Jagger <laughs> are losing it. I think you just you take a, you know, a hammer to the knees of all the big giraffes. You know, they don't have claws. <laughs> What's going on? I just like the juxtaposition that there's a conversation about the future happening on one side and the other side <laughs> just random like would you rather questions. The universe's two dumbest people. <laughs> hey, I think Big Star has the highest intelligence in the crew for some reason. Yeah, he, no, he's a super nerd uh, engineer. He's also just a real dummy. 
Yeah, you can be smart, but also just a total bonehead. Uh, <laughs> like, look at me for example. For instant example, yeah. <laughs> See. Uh, so Sigurd and Akira are going to land a little bit away from the black site and the team's going to walk over. Um, you're actually not that far from uh, Terminator Prison, which is uh, in the, the Terminator on Gloria, the, 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 where the light and dark sides overlap. And there's a reason for that. It's not just, a oh, you know, the place where we already been. Let's go near there. Um, the black site used to be a graphene mine on Gloria. And, uh, you know, labor is expensive. So... Capitalism. You don't have to pay prisoners very much. Yeah. Sure don't, buddy. Yeah. Mm. Are they making um, Vivian's Enigma? I don't know. You want to try it again? Uh, Victoria's Secret uses prison labor. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Calling them out. Slavery never goes away. It just gets put in prison. Just saying. Also, their bra sizes are all wrong. <laughs> the two big sins of Victoria's Secret. I'm very passionate about process. <laughs> uh, so, the, yeah, the, the black site is an old graphene mine near Terminator Prison. It's on the light side, so you can like look over on the horizon and see an endless wall of darkness, which is pretty upsetting. Um, and then you turn around and it's just like, it looks like an endless field of tropical like fields and light and stuff. And here you are. At this, uh, this basically a quarry. It's all fenced off. You see jeeps coming and going. People with uh, like full tactical vests and holding automatic rifles and so forth are walking around. Uh, they are sole military um, occupiers is a strong word. This isn't a colony mm. in the strictest sense. Souls here to help. I don't like it. They are here to defend the solitaire from the illithids, and in exchange, all they want is to negotiate graphene rights. Mm. Anyway, there's a chain link fence uh, that uh, has barbed wire on top. There's towers with you know big searchlights that are going around. Uh, actually, would they even have searchlights? Because this is on the light side of Gloria, so it's literally always light. They don't need searchlights. Forget about that. They're snipers. That's an upgrade. Um, and then there's a there's like a, a booth where people check your IDs when you walk in. All of you have ID badges with you. And Ragnar planned this all out ahead of time. So they're expecting four people matching your descriptions to show up. You know the password is pineapple. Uh, Akira and Sigrid um, are big dragons. And they kind of go a safe distance away and chill out waiting for you to return. Um, do you want to head out? Yeah, let's head out. Yeah. Let's do the damn thing. Uh, the dragons wave goodbye to you and uh, turn back to gossip. I'm going to salute them. <laughs> okay. Godspeed. <laughs> We're not going anywhere. I'm going to keep saluting them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the party approaches the, the fence of the black site and the guy in the booth uh, just watches you walk over. You all have um, military disguises that Ragnar secured for you, which is his conduit ability. And you all have passes. He sees you coming and I probably says to um, Sasha as the person who looks most Earth uh, official. Mm -hmm. uh, IDs, please. Uh, right here, my dude, my good man. My good sir. Uh, he scans your ID and the machine beeps and he says, all right, go on in. Thanks, homie. <laughs> no problem, corporal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. I'm going to salute him. Uh, you really, okay, roll, to, roll performance uh, oh, to do God. that. There's a wrong way to salute. Thank goodness that's her thing. 
22. Holy shit. That's the best salute he's ever seen. It brings a single tear to his eye. Braver than... Wait, no, I am the troops. Braver than the us. <laughs> Do you say? People are like, hello, corporal. And you're like, braver than us. <laughs> no, braver than the us. Oh, than the us. Okay. It's like braver than the troops. Yeah. Uh, so but we are the troops. So the team has infiltrated the black site. Uh, this is what you get for recruiting Ragnar and not throwing his cop ass into space. Oh, I knew it was worthwhile to, you know, completely <laughs> screw everything up at the beginning of the campaign. Cop! Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> he also made it a lot easier to infiltrate uh, the Compassion. So he, he's been useful yeah, a couple times. Yeah. Um, so you walk through the front area, which is like, we used to be like the parking lot where, you know, prison buses would come to drop off prisoners who, I'm sorry, uh, workers for the for the quarry uh it is now full of jeeps and light uh armored personnel carriers probably no tanks but like kind of military vehicles you probably don't want to tangle with maybe a helicopter or two uh, a couple dozen soldiers they just got a prisoner transfer so they're not yeah. you know just sitting around not paying attention you know in stealth games when you, the first the first level where they're all sleeping uh, and you just for the tutorial you have to sneak up on the guards and just hit the button to, to knock them out but you just walk past these people uh and to have you have you all seen a quarry before? Quarries were actually a big plot point in season one, so Dice Funk has uh, a quarry history. I have never in my life seen a quarry, but I know what they I've are. I've seen one. That's where our Power Rangers fight a lot, right? <laughs> yeah, I thought they fight in the abandoned warehouse district. They moved to quarries because I think those don't cost anything to film in now. Okay, I'm putting a picture of one in here. It has this kind of gradation to it where there's like different levels. So it's like a big hole in the ground, obviously, but it's not like a naturally forming canyon. It looks like it's almost spirals down with these walkways that are each a different level. Um, and that's what you see as you kind of pass the the entrance area is this pit where all of the graphene was mined out. And it, what has been left here is like a descent into deeper and deeper depths until you can't even see really clearly what's how far down it goes into the earth. Wow. And it's just this spiral descent. Uh, some very like Dante's Inferno shit. I love a giant pit. Mm. Who doesn't? Let's go spelunking. <laughs> and so you have you, to walk deeper down into the quarry. I guess you could jump from level to level and risk A, drawing attention and B, breaking your ankles. But the, the longer way down would be walking layer by layer by layer. I can just fly. You could. But then I have to leave y'all behind, and that's a bad idea. I'm dexterous. Maybe that would help me get down. I don't know. <laughs> oh, hey, I can just use the Dimension Door remote to teleport us to the bottom. Yeah, let's, let's, let's jump down a bit. Boop. That's the noise it makes. <laughs> <laughs> so you are walking down into this uh, graphene quarry, which has been fully... Uh, mined out and all the graphene has been extracted from it and you see how much you're gonna have to walk and so Sasha just pulls out her little remote that Subjectivist gave her and you guys see up a bunch of the journey yep 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 and, and what was that noise again Lauren boop kind of like boop but without the Y all right uh, so you skip past who knows what was uh between the here and there um, it's between me and Jesus now um, and you guys are <laughs> no. deep into the quarry and you see at the bottom, there's an elevator that's marked, uh, restricted access. Uh, I look at my pass. Does it look like I can go restricted access? Do I look important? You can't tell by looking at the pass, but there's a little like card reader next to the elevator. Let's, let's boop it. I'm going to swipe it, I guess. Sasha swipes it and it beeps green and the doors open. Okay. Okay. Good sign. Nothing weird here. Do 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 do. 
Oh, you guys pile into the elevator. You look out and you see there's like there's soldiers down in this quarry. You're not all alone, but and I'm sure it's a couple of them look at you because you look at visitors in your workplace, but none of them run over, none of them draw their yeah. weapons. They just say like, oh, the new people went in the elevator and it beeped and opens. So that's fine. Yeah. And so the doors close and you're being delivered deep underground under the graphene quarry. Do you guys say anything in the elevator? Which automatically goes. There's no choices of where to go. Apparently it only goes to one place. I sure hope this is the right way. Um, does now feel a good time for the stealth button? I mean, wouldn't people be curious if an elevator opened on the floor and nobody came That's out? That's a good point. I will hold back on the <laughs> stealth button. I'm just very eager to stealth. I love stealth. <laughs> I think maybe the question we might want to ask ourselves now is whether or not this is a search and extract mission or a search and rescue mission. I thought it was just an ask questions mission. We are then saying that we're going planning to leave this person in prison. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a moral question, isn't it? Yes. I would like to make sure that we're all on the same page of what to do, as it's going to be tremendously more difficult to help <laughs> anyone escape and still remain. It's fine. I can give them plus 10 to self. They'll get out fine. <laughs> uh, do, What's plus 10? Do we know what they're in there for? The sole government. I believe, brought them in probably to do the same thing that Cassius did. Okay, yeah. There's no ambiguity. Uh, Cassius kidnapped a bunch of Rygar, and then uh, okay, okay. Rita evacuated everybody out, and so the Soul government was like, okay, so there's a bunch of victim people here, and a bunch of prisoners? I don't know, what do we do with them? Well, we don't have the legal authority to put them in a regular prison. To the mines! Okay, and and do we know how many of them there are? No. Well, let's play it by ear, gang. I I, I think that the, the, the move should be to try and get them out if it seems viable, but that's going to depend on a whole host of factors well when we get down there. How many there are, what condition they are in to move unaided. There's going to be a lot of factors that determine whether it's viable for us to get out with them. That's a But I problem. think that should be the aim. That's a problem for future Sasha. It's a problem for Sasha one minute into the future, as Big Star <laughs> tries to explain to you. I was making jokes. Uh-huh, the door's open. I do love a door. <laughs> okay, that's Lauren's defense mechanism when something happens, just to say she loves it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the door's open, and you see that there is a crude hallway kind of hewn into this underground area. It was once uh, some mines, but it's been made into... Basically a dungeon. You're in a dungeon. You liar. Why? You said there would never be a dungeon. They're dragons. There's both in one season. Not a D&D dungeon. An actual dungeon. Like in life. There's not a bunch of monsters here and inexplicable treasure chests and no air and water. How do the monsters survive in a dungeon? Don't answer the question. I've heard the excuses. It's just a dungeon. That's where prisoners are kept. You know, you could have just called it a prison and sidestepped the issue. Yeah, <laughs> we already, that's not what prison means. Okay, there's a hallway outside of this uh, elevator and there are cells lining the walls and you see that down this hallway, there are more hallways that split off and you assume all these hallways have cells. I want to what... enter the dungeon and find the treasure. <laughs> you found friendship. Oh, that's fucking worthless. I want money. <laughs> Can I cast magic missile? <laughs> that's the D&D we all know and love. Oh, I want to cast it into the darkness. <gasps> uh, there are soldiers down here, but not many. 
Okay, um, is there any sign of One Direction being more guarded than any other? Uh, maybe roll? I would say probably perception. 17. Nine, oh no. Oh god, I guess I have to. You really do, Big uh, Star. Seven. Please help. Oh no! Oh, nope, crit fail. Oh, I rolled man. a zero. Oh, you ruined everything for me, everyone. <laughs> Yeah, they really did. Captain Melvac, you were like, okay, so we got to scout out these cells, see which one seems the most guarded. And Big Star is like, yo, Chief, where are the prisoners at? I'm just saluting everyone. <laughs> yeah. You just come out of the elevator and start machine gunning salutes at people. <laughs> All right. Are we going to let that botch stand, Captain? No, Chris, re-roll it. 18. Yeah. There we there go. There we go. What a tale of two kitties. It's, it's fine. I've got cake for later. It's fine. Oh, man, that would have been so good if Big Star just runs out of the elevator like, yo, where are the people we're going to liberate? And just gets gunned down. <laughs> where are the illegal prisoners being held at this black site? I want to talk to them. See, my, 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 And then I start firing at my, the ceiling. My favorite thing with this reroll power is just letting the botches just stand for just long enough that Austin <laughs> has to ask if I'm gonna let they get them rerolled. <laughs> All right, Big Star. Such intrigue. Big Star runs out of the elevator to make an ass of himself, and Captain Melbeck what pushes him in a corner and tells him to uh, chill out. I just think he comes running out, and you just like fucking block him. Just grabs his collar and comically his feet, like you know, <laughs> just body check him. <laughs> Or he's just he's just like paying attention to like a mirror on his wrist or something like that. You jingle your it's keys. Like a, <laughs> yeah, it's like a stay frosty. Um, but so with an eighteen and a seventeen, the group passes, and you see that most of these uh, cells haven't been uh, manned particularly heavily. Like these people have been here for a long time. Uh, but there seems to be some activity. If you walk down this hallway and you like look left, and you see that at the end of this hallway there are people coming and going from these cells, as if interviewing the new prisoners, getting their paperwork sorted. So it seems pretty clear this is where the where the where the party's at. Okay. Uh, mm. Pla- plans of attack. Do we suggest that we're going in there to interview them because we're one of the other people supposed to be there to interview them? Do we replace the guards? Maybe suggest. Uh, Oh yeah, we're here to get you off shift. Oh, that's a classic. This is chestnut. That's a classic, but like that's very prone to. Well, my shift doesn't end for an hour. Then that's also prone to the old uh, knock you out and break your neck and then take your uniform stick as well. Yeah, so, I'm a corporal now. That's how it works. Yeah, what are our ranks? Can I? What would I roll to see what their ranks were? There's gotta be like badges and shit. Yeah, you're corporal, and they're your guests. Yeah, and I want to see what rank the the guards are. Yeah, can uh huh. Is it less than corporal? <laughs> I don't know how the military works. Okay, yeah, Lauren, why would you even why would you even go down this route knowing that you don't know fucking anything about military? That's why roles? I asked you, bitch. She, she just she wants to know if she can pull rank on them. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could roll you could roll history probably for that. Correct. Yeah. Thank you for giving me the answer and not trolling me, Conrad. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh no, I only rolled a ten. 20. We need we need one more success. I'm General Big Star now. No, Fleet Admiral Big Star. <laughs> oh, Chris, you know so much history. I do. Big Star is a big nerd. Uh, five. 12. Nope, only Big Star passed, so... <laughs> um, do, I, do I re-roll again already? Mm. I have a plus six. I don't know. I feel like there's gotta be, like, can you risk it? Risk it for the biscuit? Uh, 
I've got ten, and then I can have cake and have another ten. But that's for this whole arc, so... If you feel comfortable, I'm, I'm just gonna do it. Nineteen! Oh yeah, take it. Alright, so flashback to, uh, you guys are flying on the dragons, and Laura, uh, Sasha's reading a condensed version of Soul Military History, and she's like, <laughs> uh, yes, people in guard duty would be very low rank, and I could definitely boss them around. Can I pretend to be a major general? You are the very model of a modern major general. Only if you do it in, in the, that voice. Can I be a fleet admirable instead? Oh, no, it's Gilbert and Sullivan voice or nothing. Is that the Pirates of Panda? I don't know how it goes. I just know more than... Which Gilbert and Sullivan is that? My sweet solace. Is it Pinafore? Is it Rent? Is it? It's either Pinafore or the other one, uh, Pirates of Penzance. Penzance? It's Penzance. Oh. So, Lauren, go bust them around. There's a whole West Wing about this. <laughs> okay, so I'm like, hello, cadets? Maybe? Maggots, call them maggots. Hey, my very special dudes. <laughs> I'm gonna shadow box the air behind her so it adds extra intimidating aura to her uh, military. <laughs> it's figure. your favorite <laughs> corporal you've never met before. Yo, I'm just here touring. Um, gotta go talk to these guys as my special guests for top secret political military. Nothing you need to worry about because you're cadets. Deception. Do that good deceive. Uh, 19! Yeah. So you just tell these people you're here for top secret purposes. They know that you use the elevator, which let you in, and you have a entourage. That all seems legit. And they just nod and say, uh, well, actually, probably one of them turns and unlocks the door with a key and says, Thanks. Go ahead. My dude. <laughs> you're the boss. Gonna put in a good word for you with your boss. <laughs> All right, so you enter the cell. Um, it is a. It's not like a a dungeon cell with bars. It's um, like an interrogation room. I was gonna say it's it's exactly like Lauren's work, where it's technically a building. Oh no! But it's so bad that you feel as like you might as well be outside. One time, uh, termites just started falling from the ceiling onto me. <laughs> Another time, there was a dead rat in the ceiling, and I'm pretty sure I may have lost some years off of my life from breathing that in. Sometimes the whole thing smells like gasoline. So, Sometimes so people say they're going to break the, the, the old, The old terrifying tetanus shack around the back of the building sort of feel. <laughs> Literally. Absolutely. So this was like a, a mining operation. So they set up some, you know, these, these cells used to be like rooms for something, probably like storing, uh, you know, uh, equipment. Uh, but that now they are cells. And so it's you're, you're in a room so you, you can talk without being overheard. But it's it's still gross and it's a prison so that's what you walk into uh there is a rygar in here um let's see probably has uh shackles but it's not tied down so uh he can walk around there is a like tray on the floor with like half-eaten food and there's like a bucket in the corner and this rygar has one arm does the food look good no uh so there's just one prisoner in here yeah, you assume there are Rygar in other cells, but there's one in this cell. Can I do... I would like to do a heal check just to see what kind of condition I seem to get that this guy is in. Medicine, yeah. Medicine, sorry. I'm thinking of 4E. 20. Oh, yeah. So you, Big Star, you uh, you have worked on medical machinery before, so you have uh, working knowledge. You know this person uh, was healed by an expert doctor. Their arm was severed, and they probably should have died, but one of the world's best doctors saved their life. And uh, they haven't been treated well since, but they would be dead if not for that doctor's intervention. That's what you know at the 20. 
I will keep that information close to my bosom. (laughs) (laughs) So Rhaegar basically look like humans. They have a kind of um, twilight sparkly glow about them. Uh, They don't, they have less sexual dimorphism. So uh, this, this person uses he, them, or is it he, him pronouns? Uh, but the main physical feature of this person is that they are missing an arm. I've uh, cut off <laughs> exactly where Big Star's arm was cut off, in fact. Hey there, buddy. How you doing? He says something in a language you do not understand. Do any of us understand the language? None of you speak Rygar, to my knowledge. No. I'm going to cast tongues. All right, so uh, Sasha casts tongues. Uh, what do you do? Uh, ASMR wise I'd like to think there was like some old bread mm-hmm. on the plate and I'm gonna crunch it with my beak <laughs> okay so you start eating the prisoner's food <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't eating it and now magically everyone can understand uh, each other's languages and the Rygar just said I already told you everything I'm going to the only thing we want to know is how many of you there are here that is not the only thing we want to know <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely not the only thing it's one of like three things we want to know uh we want to uh did you did a, just a real asshole of an eagle visit you <laughs> yes he kidnapped us okay and he you you sent told him where to how or how to do the maxwells not me perhaps someone else in our group okay but do you know where where they would have told him to go as I told the other ones, I'll take it to my grave. Well, okay, so we're trying to stop him. So we're like, we're cool and chill. <laughs> you're, su- you're supposed to bad cop first. I'm, I'm no- literally, we are no cops. Okay? We left the cop at home. I am personally offended. Big Star is going to walk up to the Rygar and uh, just kind of examine the arm. And uh, he's just going to say... I imagine you were probably the last person Olivia treated before she died. He looks up at you quizzically. He doesn't he never heard the name Olivia, I don't think, but what you're saying does seem to track with the fact that someone healed him and then was taken away by armed men and then there was the sound of gunshots in the distance. Uh Big Star's just going to like add on. He's like, the doctor, I mean. I uh I had some experience with her as well as he kind of holds up his arm and uh, say she did a lot of good things for a lot of good people. But unfortunately, some awful people saw to it that she met her end. And a lot of other good people are going to die for what that man's trying to do. And the only way that we can stop him is if we know where he's going. I hate to think it was my fault. She was helping me when they took her away. She helped a lot of people. And she wouldn't regret helping a single person. Don't let yourself carry that weight. My name is Wolfgang. Who exactly are all of you? We were the crew that that doctor was traveling with. Um... We tried to go and save her, bring her back into our crew, but we weren't quite 
fast enough. Um, she did a lot of good for a lot of people, and we're basically just trying to make sure that her death is not in vain. We're trying to stop the man who killed her from killing an awful lot more people so he can have some grand army in the afterlife. Like, that's all he's after. He wants some weird afterlife army. He's going to kill everyone in his bath to get it. And what do you think you can do to stand against a man like that? I know that we've got a better chance of stopping him if we go and face him than if we don't. I think that if no one faces him, he's going to do this. And if there's any chance of him not doing this, it's worth taking. That's probably true. I can't imagine we'll be getting out of even this place, though. I don't know exactly where we are, but there's so many of them. How, how many Rygar are there down here? Uh, he took uh, took about two dozen of us. Many of us died in interrogation. I don't know how many are left. He He wasn't careful in the capture. He just raises his arm. So, I have a potential plan that could get some of you all, to hopefully get all of you out. I I don't know if that's possible. I have an idea. Mm Mm-hmm. But we're going to need your help to stop that terrible person. Are you willing to hear me out on a trade? Your information, for me trying to get as many of these, of, of, of your people out as possible... Hmm. Uh, persuasion with advantage, because Big Star uh, and him both know Dr. Adler. Yeah. And so they share that, and that has... He has a reason to believe you. Okay, ten on the first. Uh, six on the second. I'm gonna take... Okay. Oh. Um, I want to give yeah. inspiration. Yeah? I'm going to... Uh, clack my talons on the metal lunch tray. Unless there's more dry bread, I'll keep eating the bread. <laughs> You're so hungry. Uh, that adds an eight, so I got to 18. Holy snap. I was about to say, that doesn't seem a very good tackle move to add a D8 to a 10 uh, to try to hit 15. You'd have to roll pretty yeah, high, but well, you absolutely yeah. crushed it. Uh, against the mathematical odds of that decision. <laughs> Uh, you do succeed on the 15 uh, DC to get him to uh, tell you. And he says, if the secret has already been leaked to an outsider, he has to be stopped. Even if I break my oath, I'm dead anyway. Right. Well, in that case, is everyone ready to hear my plan of getting getting as many of these people out as possible? Yes. Is it a giant invisibility cloak? Uh, we, you know, I mean, Sasha could also just tell the guards that we need to take him with us for further interrogation. I mean, we could just ask for the release of the Rygars and hold it on authority and just risk it all on, like, a really good deception check, essentially, to say that we have somewhere else to take them. I do love to risk it for the biscuit. If we want to take that risk, I, I can put some... I can put some rerolls into it. I like it. I want to tell them we're taking them for science experiments. Experience? Because experience, <laughs> experiments. Because that's what evil people do, right? Yeah. 
Let's 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 go for a big 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 deception. Oh no, it's only an eleven. Uh, what's your bonus? Uh, plus four. Reroll it. Well, I accidentally hit it twice, but seventeen. Well, I got a four. Uh, reroll it. Reroll it, Chris. Uh, I got a fourteen. Um, I'm gonna give you an inspiration too. I'm going to do the cracking egg on your head. Feels like yolk running down. Uh, so that's another D8 to add on to yours, Chris. Uh, so 22. What is with these inspirations? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I really I'm wanted to hear inspiring. that egg. I wanted to hear that egg getting cracked. Okay. So we've got 17, 20, 22. Okay. So we have two people over 20, which is the DC, uh, because you do have rank on these people. So you tell them that you need to take the Rygar to, I guess, for medical experiments, which is dark, but... They, to the lab. Uh huh. So they uh, radio up to their superiors who say they haven't heard anything and they have to go back and forth. And then, Sasha, you use your inspiration to, to give uh, Big Star the push he needs to make this, to push this through. So, Big Star, what do you do to seal this deal as Sasha pretends to crack an egg on your head? Feel the yolk running down. Listen here, you goddamn maggots! <laughs> Alright, we're not wasting any more of our goddamn time for you to go back and forth with your nancy-pantsy superiors asking for the goddamn mission. You let these prisoners out or I'll see to it that it's your asses that are being sent to Space Riker prison after this. Let me tell you something here, brother. The cream raises to the top. Dig it. Uh, part of that was so confusing to him. He, he just in order <laughs> That's to what I bank on. Yeah, just to not get yelled at anymore. They say, oh, I mean, these people were brought here under mysterious circumstances to begin with. I assume this is all classified above my pay grade. So um, you're the boss. Take them if you need to. And uh, Sorry, he's just really, really into science. He loves science. I had like two Red Bulls today. <laughs> uh, they released about a dozen uh, or 10, let's say 10 Rygar prisoners to your, to your uh, custody, uh, emptying these cells around here. Uh, a mix of men and women, uh, all uh, in their human equivalent of like 30s or above. Uh, you know, there's no like children or teens or anything. These are all. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Um, not, there's actually a plot reason, not just because it would be very dark, but uh, so you have more people than you can take in the elevator in your custody. What do you do? Uh, how how many elevator trips can we get away with? Two. So I could stay down. Well, let's say Sasha should probably go up at the first elevator so that when you guys come out, I can be like, they're with me, I'm the corporal. I, I can stay down with the second lot, and yeah. if anything goes down, I can hide them. Mm-hmm. I feel like we should do two and two, so like... Yeah. Who's so Big Star and Sasha go up with the first set. And Dra- then Drag and... Yeah. No, back and drag in the second. Okay, yeah, that works. Okay. But the last time we split the party and I went with Lauren, I got captured. You would not engage with me, Chris! <laughs> that sounds like a good plan. I like it. <laughs> All right, I like this. So... Oh Big- no, I don't like that tone of voice. <laughs> Splitting up the icons, this means this isn't going to be a 30 second party split. Big Star, Sasha, and five Rygar get onto the elevator. It closes and begins to ascend back up to the quarry. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Melbeck and Dreg stay with the other five Rygar at the bottom inside the dungeon part. Um, let's, st- let's stay with uh, Captain Melbeck because you were talking to the Rygar about your plan to trade information for uh getting them out of here so do you have anywhere you can go once you're up there 
Um, Wolfgang says, we ran away from the rest of the Rygar. It's a long story, but we left our new home. It's weird talking about this with outsiders. It's a secret. Oh, sorry. I, I didn't mean to intrude. Um, well, we did have a deal. So at some point I do have to explain it to you, I guess. For the sake of everything that lives, you got to explain the bit that helps us save people. But, like, I'm not going to push you to talk about the bits that, you know, you don't want, you're not, you're not able to. You know, that's, that's for you. I don't even know where to start. I guess the beginning is the most obvious place, but, I mean, you know that Rygaria was destroyed. Yeah, that was the whole thing with the dragon, right? The witch lights destroyed Rygaria. We tell people it was some sort of a artistic display. The the truth is too dangerous. So I'm just trying to remember. The witch light was the same. the The name of the thing, the the little weird thing that didn't exist in space properly that we had one of. Was that a witch light? No. Uh... The witch light is the the Rygar's name for the Maxwells, uh, and yes. that's why Sorry. Noble named his attempt to create one. He just called it a witch light because he was trying to make a witch light from his perspective. Okay. But we yeah, use yeah. two different names to differentiate them, but as far as this guy is concerned, there's only one thing okay. and they are called witch lights. Okay, cool, cool. Um, yeah. yeah. So yes, yes, I, I know about the, about the fate of your planet it's uh not great being a species without a home <laughs> yeah i was i think maybe he just happens to not really know what griffs are like he doesn't have every every species in the galaxy uh, memorized so it never even occurred to him that you don't have a home he doesn't know what a gif is no i i what are one of those not having a home species too it's uh, a bit rough where did you go i went everywhere and nowhere <laughs> i sort of just floated around yeah you don't know if the gift homeworld was destroyed and if it was it happened yeah. so long ago that nobody remembers him it, it happened to like in it within his lifetime basically and he, he says that the rygar did go somewhere very specifically where did you go the heart of the giant do we know what that is? Who is this giant? Uh, you call it the planet Pell? Ah. Uh, is is that is that what was going on down in those caves where it's like, ah, clearly some people were living here. Those are moons. Pell 1, 2, and 3 are moons. Pell is a gas giant. It's a planet. Like Jupiter? Oh. Oh. They just lived in the middle of the gas giant. He says that they moved to the heart of the giant. You you lived in the middle of a big bowl of gas. We just spent an afternoon on the sun. <laughs> okay, good point. It's not a competition. I, I, can, uh. I can see how no one would look for you in a place that doesn't seem like it's a functional planet. <laughs> Trying to flex? It's, it's supposed to be impossible to follow us there, to chase us the... The pressure destroys not only any equipment that would find us, but warps any spells, any technologies. It's supposed to be impenetrable. But in in the heart of the giant, we live in a, a great crystal sphere at the center of most gas giants. It's, it's a diamond. 
the size of a small planet. We hollowed it out, and we live inside of it. That's pretty genius. I'm... I can see why you hoped it would last. It's so glamorous. How... how did... how... how did anyone find it? No one did. Uh, we were safe there since the destruction of our planet, but some of us grew, I don't know, bored, restless. There's nothing to do there. There's no natural light. Uh, all Everything we do is strictly rationed. There's only enough air and food. Just enough to survive. It's a very bleak existence. So some of us, our, our group, we stole some shock tea, our living weapons, and we we left the heart of the giant to try to make a go of life on the outside. Oh, those were your weapons. Uh, okay, so Dreg's here. Uh, at, at some point, uh, <laughs> I think everybody <laughs> looks at each other and there's this realization that the Rygar, who were uh, unhappy living in the heart of the giant inside of Pell, uh, escaped with Shakti to sell, basically to become uh, weapons dealers. Uh, they sold to the Splinter faction of the Caravellas, which Dreg and uh, half their Grunderson wiped out. You took those weapons for your own, and then Dr. Adler had one with her when she was captured by Cassius. Cassius used a spell on it to find the source of the weapons, which led him to the Rygar, who he kidnapped, mutilated, and killed until someone told him their secret. Oh, I can't wait to murder him. Oh, we need to do him a big kill. So that's what happened. That's the story. Yeah. Now, I think basically the team knows everything about the events in the in the, the present, which are Rygar was destroyed by the Maxwells. The Rygar escaped. They went inside the crystal sphere, the giant diamond inside of Pell. And it is not a pleasant place to live, but they have to hide because they know the secret of something which can destroy planets and that's extremely valuable information for which they would be hunted forever mm. uh, a, a rogue faction escaped uh Dr drag and dr adler through their actions led cassius to them and now cassius knows the secret because he tortured it out of them so if it wasn't tragic enough that dr adler worked her whole life to try to f make peace and only made things worse uh drag you're also complicit god damn it austin yeah yeah this is why I want to play the muscle penis next season, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> so, if, if Cassius already knows the secret, presumably he got it a while ago. How long do we have to stop him? Like, how long of a process is whatever he's gone off to do? Wolfgang looks you dead in the eye, Melbeck, and says... I'm only telling you because it's already too late to matter. In the elevator. Ding. Nope. Big Star and Sasha, you're standing there with five Rygar, and all of a sudden the elevator shudders to a halt and the lights go out. Oh, no. Uh, so I have a quick question first. You mentioned before that there were like children in the group. Are we are we with any? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's the no exact children. opposite of what I said. Oh, okay. Sorry, I, I misunderstood then. Okay, so the elevator stopped. I want to try to fix it. Yeah. Quick, quick question to Austin: 
down at the bottom of the elevator, is there any sign that anything's gone wrong? So that we're working on two different timelines here. Uh, yes, after the Rygar says to you, it's too late. The lights are going to go out down there too, but I'm being, I'm doing dramatic irony. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, ca- Big Star, roll, uh, whew, I guess, intelligence to fix the elevator. Do I have advantage for being an engineer? Yes. Cool. I might need that. 23. Crit! Crit! Everyone in the elevator stunt. <laughs> no, they're all charmed by me. They all think I'm awesome. Oh, thank God. Okay. <laughs> no, you joke, but I, that might actually come in handy. Yeah. Uh, so, Big Star, you open up a panel. You find some wires and stuff. You figure uh, out what's wrong with the elevator, which is the power just got cut. Weird. Uh, you just, uh, you know, connect the, some wires to your arm and you power up your arm and it turns the elevator back on lickety split with a crit. And the lights come back on the elevator and it starts moving. Uh, n- no fuss, no muss. Big Star has fixed the elevator and it begins going back up to the top. I want everybody in the elevator to applaud me. They all do. They really love you. <laughs> They're all, everyone's like, you're so cool, Big Star. You're worthy. Um, and he gets out of the elevator and he picks up me on here. um spoilers uh so you get to the top ding the elevator doors open and you hear screaming already uh why well there's half a body outside the elevator whoops you don't know anymore i don't like that i don't i don't like the thing you just put there when you say half a body I don't know if I need to do a, a medicine check. Is it half a body is in like something ate it, ripped it in half? Or is this half a body is in like Cassius exploded half of its body kind of? Well, Austin like... just put some extremely cursed content in the roll 20. Oh, my boys! Austin, <laughs> Why? is there... Oh, they're so cool. Can I be one of these? <laughs> I kill Big Star now and become one of them? <laughs> I'm not a fan. First of all, how dare you? Mm-hmm. Uh, so Big Star, the, the elevator doors open up. There's half a body on the ground. People are screaming. You hear gunfire. There's running. And then you see something turn and look at the elevator doors. It is. It looks like a human, except its arms are just blades. And its skin has the texture of slugs. It is a slimy, amorphous humanoid, like a slug-given human form. But its distended, its like gross, broken-jointed arms are just scythe blades. And that has... Uh, it's covered in blood and organs and has like half of a person's head impaled on one of its blades as it turns to look at the elevator. Uh, Big star is going to step out of the elevator and kind of be like a a guard between the two. And he's going to pull pull out his can. He's going to fire. Ah, it's like, we should just go back down. Uh, We're going to have to get our ways out at some point. No, I know. I was just, it'd be funny. No, Sasha loves to go where there's no, there's no escape, no exits. Basically a tomb, (laughs) if you will. Um, So Big Star. I do love a tomb. (laughs) You explicitly don't love a tomb. Please roll to attack, Big Star. 28. Holy snap. All right. Does it hit? Huh? Does Does it hit? hit? It sure does. Um, Nah, 23. Yeah. So I, I roll 5d6. Yeah, Big Star, you blast with your arm cannon stepping out of the elevator, uh, and you hit this creature, this uh, slug humanoid with blade arms, full force, and you punch a hole uh, directly through its chest. I'm going to, uh, I want to kind of live out all of the action movies I've enjoyed throughout my life, and uh, I, I I want Big Star to be like, 
He's uh he's trying to ride point on this to protect the the innocent Rygar people who were trying to get out of here. And me, who is very yes. small. And you crit, so everyone is already incredibly impressed with you. Like they rally behind you in a way that they would have been cowering before, but instead they like you know pick up weapons they find and they're gonna uh, charge behind you as you take point, big star. All right, fuck yeah! So you bl- you blast this thing through the chest, and it kind of takes a couple steps back, and you see inside of the wound that it's just black goop. It doesn't have organs. You've been inside a Maxwell, and it didn't have a brain. It's just filled with hateful goo. It's filled with hateful goo. And so it kind of takes a couple steps back, reeling from its gunshot, but it doesn't die in the way that you think. But it's it's stunned. What do you do? Uh, I want to keep firing on it. Well, hold on. I guess first, is there a, a, a knowledge check that I could perform to understand if these things can actually be killed in the same way that like practically other enemies are killed where you just you know hit them until they die? Yeah, maybe nature to look into its wound and f- or medicine, 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 medicine. medicine. Right. I would also like to roll because I might explode some. Mm-hmm. I rolled a nine. That's not good. Mm-mm. Nope. Would, wouldn't he get advantage seeing as he has contained the knowledge of Kajita? Yeah, because because you all were in the hive mind with uh, objectivists who ate Kajita's brain. Do we get a the uh, what's the word advantage? So actually, here's what I'm going to say. Uh, it, it, before, when you took all the knowledge of Kashida's brain, it was like thousands of years of information. It's not like you suddenly knew it intuitively the same way as Kajita. Your brain was like still sorting it. You know how people say like that's what dreams are? It's your brain kind of trying to figure out the knowledge you got throughout the day and like sort your experiences. I think seeing the wound in this thing's chest kind of like snaps some things into place and you figure to yourself that the, the Maxwells are not alive in the way creatures are alive and they don't die the way that creatures normally die. And that's why, for instance, the 13 primaries on uh, Pell 3 were left there and Kajita didn't just destroy them because you can't. I don't like it. They don't die. These things don't die the way things are supposed to die. You can hack it up so that it's no longer dangerous. But you're but you cannot kill it in the way that you're you're going to want to kill this. But if we explode it, it can't stab us, right? Correct. Correct. Cool. Correct. I would like to cast. I would like to cast shatter. Uh huh. Constitution saving throw. Uh yes. Uh seven. That fails. Yeah, that sure does, buddy. So big guy runs out of the elevator, just immediately blasts a hole in the chest of this. I'm just going to say what they are. They're Maxwell's. And then Sasha sees this inspired by Big Star's crit. The people inside the elevator are inspired. Everyone runs out, starts picking up falling weapons. Uh, Sasha uses shatter using uh, ASMR techniques. Um, I'm going to eat some Reese's pieces. Okay. <laughs> You're really hungry tonight, huh? I'm always hungry. Uh, so Sasha takes a big bite and the Maxwell literally shatters. Uh, and <laughs> Crunch too hard. In a shower of slime, like if you just squished a slug in your hand, it that goo and slime just splatters all over the ground of this quarry, and this Maxwell is not going to bother you anymore. Uh, like, I want to be very careful with my language. It's not dead in story terms, but you have defeated this monster. Just a fun question. Yeah. What would happen if I used prestidigitation to clean it up? Good question. Um, try. <laughs> um... It's a cantrip. Uh-huh. I'm just going to try it. I'm going to 
that's, this is a good question. I know what you're thinking. You're like, oh, I wipe away the dirt. The thing's gone. But when you clean, like if you take a dish and you take a, a sponge and you wipe the dirt off it, you're not disintegrating that into nothingness. You're just displacing it. That's what happens. Okay. I just... The particles uh, are dispersed so much that you can't see them anymore, but those atoms have not ceased to exist. Yeah, but now it's less gooey. So now we're all, you're all going to be breathing it in. Cool. You're welcome. All right. Uh, Sasha and Big Star stare down at Maxwell, the first one of the season, and just absolutely shadrack it before it can- Get on, bitch! It, before it even gets a, a move off. Uh, back downstairs- um, Captain Melodek and Dreg, this Rygar man, Wolfgang, the one-armed Rygar, has said something very ominous to you. Okay, um, before we do anything else, very quick question. Uh, when the lights went out, does it seem like the guards have reacted in any kind of panicked way to this? Yeah, so the lights flicker out now, right, as he says that dramatic thing. This is like the line that's in all the trailers, right? It's too late. Flicker, flicker. And then heavy boom. And then the guards are like, man, fucking fuses. This place sucks. <laughs> And then their flashlight goes out and they're like hitting it to get it work. Uh-huh. Okay. So they're not panicking going something's gone wrong get these guard uh, these prisoners that are being transferred back in the the thing or anything. No. Okay. Uh in that case for now uh the captain just turns to this Rygar and goes uh what 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 what, what do you what do you mean it's too late? I told you that the best place to start the story would be at the beginning. I guess it's time. Rygaria was once one of the most technologically and culturally advanced planets in the galaxy, maybe behind only the Aboleth and the Illithids. Um, people say we're the, the world's greatest artists, but do you know how a culture becomes preeminent in art? Uh, they they get rid of capitalism, people's basic needs are met, okay, yes. Well, by not having to worry about basic needs, yeah, but not by getting rid of the problem, but by meeting those needs whatever way necessary. We were a military power. We had colonies across hundreds of solar systems, just like the Illithids. We wanted for nothing. Because we took what we needed. Ah, you had the life of luxury because people very far away you didn't have to look at made it so for you. Exactly. Yeah, okay. The symbol of our military strength, which became our cultural strength, was a great warlord we had. The conduit of hegemony. <laughs> I, I was just double checking the the meaning of hege hegemony. To make sure that I, <laughs> I heard that. I was like, I I oh yeah, no. I I was like, I'm pretty sure I know roughly what this is, but I want it. This seems important enough. I'm I should really check glad it. you did because I didn't want to be the only one. I love you all. You're so good. <laughs> um, have you ever seen what happens to a conduit when the wheel turns and the form that crosses over is the same? No, but I'm I'm imagining it's a lot. Is like my guess is is that when a god happens? Close enough, if not a god, something just as terrifying. Before the wheel turned, the conduit of hegemony was our greatest warlord. He he had a force we called 
the Witchlight Marauders. Three waves. First, the mechs that go in and crush any resistance, their infrastructure, their military. Then, the ground troops. Wave attacks. Berserkers who kill the civilians, the women, the children. And then finally, the terraforming units. Machines the size of mountains that rolled over the environment, extracting all the resources and reducing the planet to dust. And that was before the wheel turned. Once hegemony itself arrived, he became something else. His forces became something else. They weren't people and mechs and machines. They became monsters. Is that where the Maxwells came from? Yes. And then... The warlord died. Old age, as it comes to us all. <laughs> and his creations turned on us. Reduced our planet to the same sorry state we did so many colonies. And we fled to the heart of the giant to escape and to take our secret with us. If it weren't for the wheel turning again, they would still be out there. <laughs> and how did this wheel turn? It's a natural force, like gravity, energy, fire, time. The wheel always turns. It affected you too, in soul, before synchronicity. It was hegemony. And before that, something else. Are you getting at the fact that to bring the Maxwells back would be to turn back the wheel? Is that how it's done? A single man could not turn back the wheel himself. It is said that the gods and all their angels tried once and failed. But the conduit of hegemony had a way to control his forces before he died. He controlled it through his conduit. It's a, a great warship, the HMS Civilization. It was a monster as well, the same skin, the same bones as the rest of the, of the witch lights. We tried to destroy it after he died, but like them, it isn't alive to kill. It's hegemony itself, given flesh. It, it takes destruction and makes it, makes it into energy. We hid that great and terrible ship inside of the giant with us, hoping no one would ever find it. I, I never imagined anyone could until, I would say, right up until the man teleported inside my arm. <laughs> so he already has the way to bring back and control the Maxwells. Like I said, it's too late. We were already too late once. We're not being too late again. That's a really kick-ass line to cut back to Big Star and Sasha slashing their way through these things. Uh, the, the quarry has begun to be overrun 
by i'm gonna call the this lowest kind of maxwell the human shaped ones they're just gonna be called slashers for our purposes uh before we call them primary tertiary and secondary that's a little impersonal so they're the big ones the the biggest ones those are marauders the second one are uh kaiju which just means monster they're the mech sized ones and the, the lowest ones are slashers they're the ones that just have blade arms so like a zombie apocalypse the quarry is beginning to fill up with slashers which like a tidal wave are flowing down into the quarry and big star and sasha are fighting them with the, the rest of the rygar um cool yeah I'm fucking leading that charge trying to clear away for these people i'm kebabbing them yep and wolfgang says to you captain melbeck if I was this man, Cassius, and the only thing that could possibly stop me was the people who knew about the HMS civilization, what do you think his first move would be? Attack the planet and kill everyone down here that knows. Dreg? You've been quiet this whole time. Uh, Captain Melbeck has just pointed out that you're probably all in danger. And also the lights are out. What do you do? Drake's pressing the call button on the elevator. Yeah. Just like tap it. We, are, tap, 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 we can tap. go up there. We can go right to the fight. If he was smart, he'd have gotten a million miles away from us before he tried to do this. Use the fact that he had a head start to make sure we had no chance to catch up to him. Tap, 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 tap. We have a chance. So, so Objectivist is still the conduit of communication, correct? Correct. So we could still like, use the conduit of communication to potentially tell what's going on the basement upstairs, like vice versa. It's so far. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Suchinoko and Objectivist are very far away. I would say it's like a very faint. It's like a, you know, a, a breaking up call, like... Oh, you guys, there's so much slash to help me. Oh, God, there's so much blood. <laughs> okay, so from what knowledge we have of how the base was set up, is there any other theoretical idea that there's there a way to get back up that's not the elevator? From the dungeon? Yeah. No. They got to take so, the elevator. Oh, well, they can climb up the elevator cords. That's not what they're called. Cables. Cables. Cables, yeah. So, what Big Star is considering is someone needs to go back for the elevator. And he's the only one that can power it while the elevator is out of power. Uh-huh. So, Big Star is going to hand Sasha a talisman with the sigil of a dog imprinted on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah! And he's going to say, take this and get them out of there. I'll go back for the wrist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what does this dog talisman do? Uh, it has Shield of Faith cast in it, so all uh, Sasha has to do is activate it, and she gets plus two to her AC. All right, this is a cool moment. So Big Star runs back to the elevator, plugs his arm in, and is going to go back down for the rest of the group. Sasha and the Rygar have to hold the line against what is largely, what is quickly becoming a uh, World War Z flood of gooey human bodies with sickles for arms uh, pouring down, just slicing through the soldiers. There's gunshots and explosions. Uh, this is this is your moment, Sasha. You've already went through this whole take care of my sons if I die thing, which in the TV show is like being played faintly in the background. 
I'm going to look into like a little compact mirror I had in my pocket. Uh-huh. And I'd be like, you're the Mothman. <gasps> you can do this. <laughs> to myself. Uh, I don't know why I always have the Phoenix Wright music in my head. I'm going to cast Thunderwave? At uh, nine, they fail. <laughs> Hell yeah, they do. So Sasha just starts blowing them up. Oh, I I really like explosions. Yeah, that is your main form of attack this season. Oh, it really is, huh? That makes a lot of sense. 2d8, suck my dick. Oh, boy. 13 damage, motherfuckers. All right, so you thunder wave into the crowd of slashers, blowing a couple of them up. The Rygar open fire with the weapons they scavenge off the ground. Um, and that's the site Big Star sees as the elevator doors close, going back down to Captain Melbeck and Dreg. Back with them, Dreg keeps pushing the button. Button, 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 I like button, to think button. he tries to call my cell phone, and it's like, this is Sasha's phone. If I don't answer, I'm probably being murdered. Ha <laughs> ha, just kidding. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, like we get reception. Oh, I'd love here. it if it was like the old school one of just like, hello? Hold on a sec. Can't hear anything. Hello? Let me turn off the music. Hello? <laughs> ah, it's my voicemail. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anybody want to narrate what they're doing? Sasha's fighting for her life. Big Star is with the utmost intensity, act like trying to power this elevator as precisely as he can to make it go as fast as he can without like blowing the circuit. Yeah, do you do you want to put in extra juice at the cost of maybe life points? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Star will do that essentially. Like if it hurts him, he doesn't care. He knows that there's like a very precarious situation going on. His only concern is like just not frying the cave, like the circuitry or anything like that. Yeah, we'll make this interesting. Chris, you pick a kind of dice to roll, and that whatever the bigger the dice, the faster, but the more damage. And I'll, I'll judge that by like which dice you happen to pick. Go for broke, kid. D twenty. Hell yeah. Oh, snap, son. Never let it be said that Big Star doesn't care. Big Star, more like Big Heart. <laughs> One, ha, eight, <laughs> shit. Oh, the coolest that I took nothing. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, that's, uh, so this is the first time a botch is literally the best possible outcome. Because the D20, the dice he chose, is how much he, how much he risked. So he risked the maximum. And the damage was how much it cost him, which was the minimum. Big Star could not have done better. Wow. Like, this is the part in the, in the, the, the TV show where he's like, ah, <laughs> and then you see, like, the ghost of Olivia behind him for just, like, a, a frame or something that you have to go back and pause it to see. <laughs> And the elevator's like, all the way to the bottom. There's a lot of speed lines in this scene. Yeah, this is the, this is the absolutely where all the budget of the anime goes. <laughs> um, yep, the door's open in the dungeon. You see Big Star's plugged into the wall, uh, sweating and tired and frazzled, but not actually that hurt. Get in. Captain Melbeck gets in and starts loading all of the knuckles into her gun. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. The rest of the Rygar and I presumably drag it in the elevator. It's going to go back up. Yep. What do you guys say as you're going up there? Because Sasha's not here. Um, okay. First of all, is Sasha okay? She's out there defending herself now. The faster we get up there, the faster we can return. Switch over to me. Just stabbing things. Who did she piss off this time? So... Just to get you up to speed, these things are Rygar. Cassius has sent them here trying to wipe out the... the Not Rygar, sorry. Uh, these things up here are Maxwell's. Cassius sent them here to try and kill the Rygar to stop us from coming to, you know, stop him. 
I thought something was weird with these slug blade monsters coming out of nowhere to murder people. Yeah, no, those, 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 uh, those are Maxwell's. Um, Your Freudian slip actually is true. That the humanoid ones, the ones I'm calling slashers, were Rygar. The the middle ones, the kaiju, were mechs. And the big ones, the marauders, were terraforming machines. Now they're all brainless slug monsters only uh, used to uh, colonize planets, to wipe them clean and strip their resources uh, mindlessly. But yeah, the slashers were Rygar. Uh, So yeah, the... The captain just just fills Big Star in on as much of this as possible on the way up to go like, hey, so at the very least, Cassius Cassius still sees this place as a threat. Like he 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 clearly doesn't think he's won yet. Uh, I will then also relay the information that we learned about how they don't die in the way that we typically think of dying. So basically, splatter them until there's not enough left to be a danger. Yeah. And Dreg uh, points out that he may have given his girlfriend evidence of a war crime. Wait, wait, who's Dreg's girlfriend? <laughs> Dreg gave uh, Big Star's girlfriend Sigrid the shock tea, which I don't know if it's it's technically a war crime. They stole the technology and then Dreg killed and stole the technology. There's crimes, absolutely crimes. I don't know war crimes, though. <laughs> so what would I roll? Mm-hmm. I mean, war crimes are not the most common thing in our group. Well, I want to fly because I'm a bird, right? Mm-hmm. And I would like to use my mighty talons to rip some heads off because I think it would be extremely cool. All right. Um. So you you face down uh, this gr- this slasher group and they're running towards you and you're going to start flying. You actually don't need to roll anything to fly. That's movement. That's something you get as an Aarakocra. That's how I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to make attacks against you uh, as they start climbing over each other in like human uh, World War Z style like pyramids to try to slash you out of the air um but you have shield of faith so let's see how this goes oh boy that's really high uh 14 13 nope 20 20 hits 11 13 nope 7 nope so out of all those attacks i just rolled only one hit yes wow big star saved your life huh i'm at 18 now bitches uh, you take only two damage as one scratches your foot as you fly out of the range of this uh, uh, dog pile. Do they understand mocking? Like, if I mocked them, would they understand it? <laughs> uh, there's only one way to find out. And really, I mean, is it is it for them that you're doing it, or is it for you? It's for me. <laughs> uh, in fact, let's cast Vicious Mockery. Uh, we don't have to roll anything because it's psychic damage and they are immune because they literally do not have brains. That's right. They're just goo. The perfect weapon for the use against the illithid. <laughs> okay. Well, what if I want to take a head off? Absolutely. You have a, uh, a hard light rapier. Yes. But I want to do it with my feet because I'm an owl. Okay. Roll. 17. Uh, so I'm actually using th- these. This isn't really a thing in fifth edition. It's actually, I think, fourth edition rule. Uh, but basically, these are minions, which means oh, yeah. they have one health. Uh, practically, that doesn't mean they're dead when you hit them. It means that they're not a threat. They're not. They're no longer a, an immediate factor. So you're like flying over this crowd of slashers. They're slashing at you. They barely hit you. You just like reach down to your ta- talents and start yanking their heads off. Right? Yeah. I'd also like to be fun. You know, what if I just like kebab all their noggins on my rapier? 
Okay, you start kebab and noggins, and you're thinning them out, but their bodies are still like pinwheeling their arms around as they're trying to slash you. But they're, yeah, they're no longer a threat in the immediate combat situation. So it's an abstraction. Anyway, uh, the elevator doors ding open, and Big Star, uh, Dreg, and Captain Melbeck, you see Sasha flying through the air, tearing the heads off of slashers as she pinwheels above them effortlessly. They occasionally land a tiny blow on her, but she is shimmering with a shield of faith from big star's amulet and is really holding her own the rygar are running around uh scavenging weapons and fighting the best they can although i think you probably see a couple of them go down i want to cast on drag Longstrider mm-hmm. to essentially give drag super speed yep and captain melbeck you as a ranger have uh, a dangerous terrain doesn't affect you so if you want to crowd surf you can crowd surf over them oh Totally crowd surfing that this is happening. Um, can we see the sky from where we are down here in the quarry? <laughs> that's an that's a phenomenal question. You can. Oh no! It's, yeah, it, it's bad. Yeah. So how bad? First question I have is: Do we see this this ship Cassius is using to control these things? Uh, no. What you see as you look up to the sky from the quarry is a poison cloud purple and black and green um you all know uh from kajita's memories that when the the marauders the primaries the slugs like mountains uh begin scorching and stripping the land they produce a poison cloud that uh eats the atmosphere of the planet every living thing on the planet is consumed by this hateful furnace and converted to soul scarring poison hateful furnace would be a good band name <laughs> uh but that seems to be happening out happening outside the uh quarry the captain's gonna look up at that and just get a little bit of a smile and go the fact he started here this strong he's fucking terrified of us <laughs> and, yeah, and then you look over to Sasha, who has eighteen heads impaled on a rapier. <laughs> and it does, hey guys, how you doing? It is a strong argument for your case. Yeah, I, I, I am. I, I think Captain Melbeck is very much of the opinion. I don't know if she actually knows that Cassius knows they're there, but she, she's reading this as, uh, oh, you're the, you're this scared that we're going to stop you, huh? You don't have access to Cassius's inner thoughts. That might be true. It may be that he's just trying to kill the Rygar who could lead someone back yeah, to him. That's that's her. That's her, that's the captain's reading is you don't go this hard in on trying to get rid of the people who know where you went unless you're worried there's still a chance you could be stopped. All right. So we're not going to roll initiative because there's hundreds of slashers pouring into the quarry. Just narrate what you do and we'll start making some rolls. They're more of an environmental threat. Um, what's our plan to get out? Because <laughs> we've got like stages of quarry to climb up, and they're coming in from there. Molasses flood. Could we call one of our dragon friends? They are probably aware of what's going on. Yeah, let's say you have objectivists now. They're all above ground. You can talk to Cigarette and Akra. Help! Can we call in a pickup? We're trying. Yeah, you get a response probably from Akira, who says, "We're trying to fight our way to you." There's so. There's a. Oh God, no! Look, I'm just saying. <laughs> there was also a very important piece of uh, current day media where two dragons went to go do something. And it didn't turn out so well. So mm-hmm. <laughs> who knows how this goes? I'm just saying, though. Uh, 
current day pop culture says this is going to be bad for one of them. How fast could Objectivist get here? You could also try to contact the Suchinoko and Objectivist. They're very far away. And they tell you as well, we're trying to get to, we're trying to get to you. There's, there's so much, we can't see through the smoke and there's ships and, oh God, the military's. Oh boy. I, I think the best thing we can do is move to move for the exit of that quarry, fighting our way through. Dreg's going to open up his shield and just charge as fast as he can to try and carve a path through. Like a snowplow. And your super speed. Yep, roll athletics with advantage to snowplow your way through supercharged by Big Star. Uh, Damn. 25. Holy shit. Yep, uh, Dreg parts the Red Sea, literally the Red Sea, because these are all slug creatures covered in blood and guts, <laughs> and your shield shinks out, and you just charge forward, slicing through them, hot knife through butter style, and the, a path is clear to begin uh, ascending out of the quarry. Sasha, you can leave at any time, but... Well, don't not going to leave the gang behind. I didn't think so, but... Uh, yep. but- the, the captain's going to run run following this snowplow, and her method is literally just... I don't know if, if she actually has two shotguns, but for flavor, I'm picturing her just sort of <laughs> just sort of walking and spinning and taking shotgun blasts in like <laughs> a circular radius as she goes. You have a shotgun, and you actually have Cassius's gun. You picked it up in Acheron. Ah, okay. Well, in that case, one gun in each hand, following the plow, just sort of spinning and shoot it, shooting at these things to try and keep them at bay and keep this path open. All right, um, I'll back make two attacks. Let's see, uh, get a sense of the flavor there. Uh, 22 for the first attack. Oh, my lord. 24 for the second attack. Holy shit, 22, 24, 25, and Sasha only took two damage. This has been such unmitigated success. I was going to say, like, you're going to lose a lot of Rygar in the escape from the quarry, but this success is so overwhelming. I don't think you're going to lose many, I'm if any. I'm sorry that we're so cool. I'm just, it's, this. the dice are telling me how it's going, and it's going great. Yeah. Uh, Big Star, what's your contribution? So... Uh, Big Star is going to cover the rear, and there's a special ability that Big Star got at level nine that I thought I would never get to use, <laughs> but it basically, instead of attacking with it, it unleashes like energy in a big cone that blasts things away and deals damage to them. So Big Star is basically doing that over and over again to cover the, you know, the, the back end in case anything tries to get us from behind. So he, he's, he's putting himself in that, that kind of charge that danger shot there so you let all the rygar in behind melbeck who's clearing the way behind dragon his snow plow and from the rear of the formation you do alternate fire on your arm gun so into instead of fire concentrated shots you do like a wide blast that's less damaging but knocks everyone down yeah so it keeps kind of like blasting any group that gets too close back over and over like again. bowling pins yeah and big star has it custom so that it makes the bowling pin sound Oh, I love that sound. Yeah, it sounds like a strike every time. I'm going to roll dexterity saving throw for the slashers to see how they hold up. I bet they're not very dexterous. Five. <laughs> Get ready. <wrecked. laughs> you can't make it up, folks. The dice, the dice love these plans. Thank you, dice gods. Uh, so yeah, the bastards do mathematically as best as they possibly could. Um, you barely lose any Rygar as you carve your way through these slashers, taking very little damage, and you start winding your way up through the quarry. Um, does anybody want to paint pictures? Your success is so total. You have pretty much 
full agency here. Paint me pictures of your heroics. I mean, this is like, this is the Avengers moment, right? In the middle of the battle in New York. I just think I keep kebabbing them and then Jig smooshes them so that their heads separate from their bodies. Uh Uh-huh. And now you're just collecting heads like some kind of freak. Yeah. (laughs) Basically. Um, Melbeck at some point during this is going to turn to, uh... Our Rygar friend that was like, oh, it's already too late. We're, you know, we're dead. And just, just gonna look and go. You didn't get on us coming to save you, did you? I'm the boss man! <laughs> and Wolfgang says, I've seen these things destroy an entire planet. They haven't seen us. <laughs> we've, we've faced the mathematically impossible more times than is mathematically likely. Yeah, Wolfgang says, uh, well, the slashers are meant to kill civilians, women and children, to, to to utterly crush the morale of the colonies. We'll see how you fare against the other kinds. Dun, 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 dun. Well, they've not, they've not killed oh, any. Can I, can I add a Stone Cold Stunner one? Can I add a Stone Cold Stunner one? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Big Star, you can. Cool, like my gun arm gets stuck in one of them, and I'm like, oh, we're gonna do this old school style. And he stunts one and pulls his gun arm out and shoots another one in the face. I just want to get that image out there. Thank you, Chris. Uh, He's so excited. So the party fights their way up the winding path of the quarry. Uh, You do not kill all of them. In fact, there's quite a, a flood of them following after you, but your techniques are so strong that you minimize casualties and injury as you reach the top of the quarry. Uh, and you look out over the horizon and you see there is a mountain range in the distance that wasn't there before. No, it's slugs! Yikes. That's that's the big terraformy slug. See, these are the... When do we get the kaiju? I want the cool ones. Because I want to be them. None of them are cool. Murder is not cool, Chris. Uh, so as you say that, big star... <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Uh, I, like, I like being ominous. Yeah, Akira and Sigrid fly over the fence of the, the black site uh, because you call them to assist you, and you see that Akira is missing an arm. Whoa. No! Um, and they land uh, at, like outside the lip of the quarry as you're approaching, and uh, they, the Sigurd yells out to you like, We barely got away. There's some kind of monster. Bam! Behind something crushes the fence behind them and there is a kaiju maxwell yeah that's my boy of a mech made of slimy flesh with bones protruding from its elbows and knees and fingertips where the 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 biological and the mechanical have uh malformedly connected not a word um this monstrous creature uh has uh impaled on one of its uh claws uh, Akira's arm. Oh, it's like a very dramatic scene, but I want to be one of those in real life. <laughs> um, how many grenades am I allowed to like, make happen with my? <laughs> God, what if I get an Epcot ball-sized grenade? <laughs> I'm just making jokes. I have a question. We didn't bring him along because obviously it'd have been too inconspicuous. Conspicuous, but go go ahead. But can we? Whatever. <laughs> can. We say that Steve Dave 3.0 aka Courage went along with us though, like and stayed behind with the dragons. 
So, okay, the scene is, you call for the dragons to assist you. They're like, we're on the way, but we're fighting there. They arrive, bloodied and battered. And as you emerge from the quarry, and they're like, it's right behind us. And then this bony slug mech monster crushes the fence and begins approaching you. And you're like, oh, God, we are fucked. And then a rhinoceros-sized Tarasque runs in and tackles it. What? <laughs> Paint me the picture. Yeah, like sl- like slashes through uh, one of its legs or something like that with its laser cl- uh, lightning claws. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he like slides by, like kind of like stops in front of us, and then he has uh, a cool one-liner, like only Courage would say. If you can give me a cool enough one-liner, I will say yes. Uh, I'm trying to think how to phrase one as how Courage would Suck say it. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Shit! Rick! Nerds! <laughs> Roll initiative. I stare at the stars and the sky up above and think, what am I made of? Am I full of sorrow? Am I hurt and Credits speed run. Speed run. May 2019. Speed run. Tell me about the music. No, I. You don't listen. You never listen oh, to me. Everyone's here. You disrespect me. I just, I just like yelling, talking about the music. But now we don't do that. It's in the words. No, it's in the description. Just like all the links to our social media and all our Patreons, like patreon.com slash Austin Yorski, where you'll get on the list you're going to hear. Patreon.com slash Weekly Manga Recap, where you can support Crisp. Patreon.com slash Of Horse, where you can support Conrad. And then kotaku.co.uk, where you can find Laura and all the good work she does. She's also on podcasts like uh, Queer and Pleasant Strangers and The Gymquisition. And then finally, you at Rargalicious, uh, PayPal's in the Twitter bio, yeah? Yeah. Good speed run. I'm so proud of you. I did it. And now we're on to executive producers for May 2019. Can I get it? Can I get it? Can I, can I, can I get it? Can I, can, I, can I get one? It's going to be May. It's going to be May. <laughs> Is that your best one? Um, I was trying to sound like in sync, so probably. I, <laughs> I was just trying to. <laughs> you try it, bitch. I'm too white. I know they're all white. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> okay. Executive producers for May 2019. A Bozog blew my cover four. Now they drill to the planet's core. I wish all action movies had to rhyme. A huggable cactus. A werewolf with a Chinese menu in his hand. Aaron Palavin. Abigail Grace. Adrian Y. Oh, no. Aftershock <laughs> conduit of Austin two next deep in his Epcot date. I don't know why the Epcot thing caught on at the listeners. I've told plenty of stories about getting caught having sex at Bush Gardens, at Disney. The Epcot one I didn't even get caught. It's not as good as a story, but whatever. Aki Savalainen. Albert West. Aaliyah. Alex Vipra. Amanda Sternad. An otter chewing on your couch because you left. That's fair. We miss you. He is what he deserves. Oh no, Andrew Birmingham. Andrew Fet. 
Mm-hmm. See, it's not fair because I, I've seen Andrew call us out on Twitter. Yeah, we get owned from every angle. <laughs> Andrew Fidget. Fidget? Who knows? Condor is seeing footage, staying noited itself. I've seen footage. I stay noited. <laughs> you know the death grips. Don't pretend like you don't know death grips. I do know death grips. Andrew Grothen. Andy Harkins. Anime Jesus. Anna. Anna, conduit of procrastination. Anthony, patron of Dora. Arachnavolt, keeper of the credit prison and sentinel of justice. Fear me. That's I a do. secret secret character from season three. Arja Limite. Arjun de Koning. <laughs> Ash, conduit of Lauren's weed titty. <laughs> now, what's a weed titty? I understand titty weed when you hide the weed in your titty. That's titty weed. But what's a weed titty? It's the same as when my... I store my vape in my cleavage. It keeps it upright, easy for smoking. But those could be weed titties, but just one? Never mind, I don't want to know. Austin Star Warski. Last Jedi slapped. Uh, Austin Yorski, conduit of good boy itself. I try. Ava, conduit of burbs. Backwards of conduit, sparkle. BJ, conduit of miniature giant space hamsters. B Ray Echo. Benedict Cumbersnatch, <laughs> conduit of cuke thievery. Oh, I love it. That's a very extreme. Big movie. fan of space, both outer and personal. <laughs> big same over here. Billy Bob, big boisterous baby boy. Blue six. I was going to say bonus, or it could be bonus. Bo- bones. 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 So you get, the, you get four different readings for free there, bonus. Bones. Bo- 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 the bonus. Brady, conduit of failed murder. Keep failing. Brent. 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 Goatly. Brent. <laughs> that doesn't <laughs> quite ma- match up. Callum, Rudy Tootie, Booty Switchy Boy, Turner. <laughs> I crushed that one. Oh, that so good. Can Master Rink get a hell yeah? Yes. Love you, fools. Candace, listen to Dice Funk Starling. If any audience doesn't need that advertisement, it's the one that just heard it. Uh, carriage one with a hard C like in cake. Thanks. Charlie Chalkley, conduit of DMing Lauren, too many cat pics on Twitter. She does enjoy them. The limit does not exist. <laughs> Chris, is it too late for April fooling? Walling? Yes, actually it is now. Christopher Charlow. Chunk Funk wants the funk dunk. Chunks. I always want the chunks. Or the chunks. Cody Jackson. Chunks. Coho Blast. Oh, no. She's going to get away from me again. Coram, conduit of Markov. Gloria's favorite son. Cormac, conduit of empty carbs. Counterfifth. Ciara Saldana, prophet of R and Jesus. Q, I appreciate you. Yes, you. Cumber. Oh. <laughs> you think we're laughing at the cumber which is very enjoyable but lauren just saw the next one no i was remembering the cumber debacle from last month oh no the debacle keeps on rolling lauren read the next one daddy yours can you take me to epcot <laughs> i wish chris was here to read that one you know what i mean oh because you guys are in love yeah dandy snuff wait hold on <laughs> that's a very victorian villain name it is i'm dandy snuff Conduit of pizza. One more time. Daria conduit of pizza. Yelling at me. Dawning Frost. Delilah Coffin, the spider god incarnate. Terrifying. Dennis Bankston. Dennis Pancake Detlefson. Devin, conduit of evolution. 
Donald Bunker. Dorian, Conduit of Devotion. Dr. Chow. Dr. Goatman. Dr. Asics. Dr. Squidcap, or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Funk. So many PhDs. Yeah, another addition to the Doctor Core. Uh, Dragon in the Server Room. Dreg versus Pangolin. Uh-oh. Battle for the Ages. Dylan and Rilton the Dog listening on a lazy Sunday morning, also dishes. Dylan, Conduit of Skeleton Booty. They don't got the booty, though. Ebron. Have caught finger looking fun ride. Oh my god, guys. Because <laughs> you never, you're like, I'm not horny, I'm just a baby. I've never, you don't have to be horny to give something. Never mind. <laughs> Inar, I mean, Einar J, pet alpacas. Hell yeah. Ecorn. Elder Brain, conduit of gooey goo, chew chewing, dollar bala, hala walla, walla, koala. <laughs> you always get stuck with that one. Crushed it. Elder Dog. Elderly Goose. Conduit of conduit of conduit of conduit of impromptu rapping. Oh, I was supposed to... Oh, okay. Sorry. I was supposed to do the hand gestures while I'll do my Eminem impression. Next time. Eleanor Nonantesi's Periton. Alyssa Nisesco. Elisa? Elizabeth Jackalope. Emma. <gasps> Moose is neither snack nor guinea pig. All right. Rat? The mystery continues. Also, Jackalope's like the one cryptid we haven't used this season. Oh. Keep it in mind. Emma Morant. Indigo Vandani. Error. And then the Microsoft JScript compilation error. Please contact Bob. Does someone need help with their PC? Is this their... Never mind. Have you tried turning it on and turning it back off again? Erwin Lagadec. Extellaris. Fabian got that dank. Give it to me. Florian H. Francois V. Frank Sands. Goblin King Mike. Conduit of nasty guys. <laughs> Grimlock. Guinevere Cummings. Guys, this has been a great season. Isaac, Conduit of Gabba Gabba Gabba. Gabba 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 Gabba. Hafthor Grunderson. Uh, I should do it in the voice. Afthor Grunderson, first of his name, born of fire and brimstone redeemer. Ran out of. <laughs> and then he got chloroforms. <laughs> Harley Astor. Harrison Andrew. Harry, Conduit of Ambiguous Gender. Hedron Master. Him's penis broke for him's penis tour. Jerry F. Hi, Jerry. Fix the penis. <laughs> How do I make friend? Regards, conduit of social faux pas. I almost got Jorgen Indy Weinwick Ford's name right this time. No, I Damn. didn't. <laughs> Definitely didn't. Calling us out. Ian Morgan. Ingmar Gremmen. Ink drop, conduit of ooze, and dummy thick ass claps. That's the final boss of the next season. Oh no. Isaac, conduit of fish shark marketing. Eve Elysian? We'll have fun with the next one, bitch. It's an unpronounceable string of characters. Your turn. I hate you. <laughs> James Neely. Jamie 0.2 of fragmentary damage. That's a Kingdom Hearts joke. I see you, Jamie. Janiac, conduit of ensnare me, tentacle daddy. I'm so glad I made you read that one. <laughs> oh, I see what you did. Okay, you did two. Jared, in a row. conduit of well, actually, mansplaining. Jared, I don't care. I'll say ensnare me, tentacle daddy, all day long. I'm getting paid for this. The rules. Jasper, conduit of fluffy weasels. <laughs> Jay Logan, conduit of queerness itself. Jayish wizard, the wizard of Jay. Jealous goddess cosplay. Jeff Clark. Jen. Jess. John Carey. John Potts. John Barnett. Joseph Umbrello. Josie, conduit of magic systems holding hands. I like the Jim meme. Jim and Jack. I don't care about your commentary. That's what they love. They love my comments. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Julian Phillips, conduit of fake movement. 
Just not Joan or Wrench Wench. Those aren't my name. <laughs> okay. Just a jester. Justin, conduit of those emotionally ruined by this season. He's too powerful now. Caster UK. Kate, conduit of recurring regret. Kiefer Lowe. I see you, Kate. Nope. See, now I talked over your commentary. Oh. Keith, conduit of Prozac. Bitch me too. Caladry as in Bellabry. So Caladry as in Bellabry Goodell. God damn it. As in good hell. So Caladry Goodell. Thanks. If you provide the phonetics, you have to do it. That's the rules. Keller Automat. Ken, conduit of finally writing this goddamn PhD dissertation. Kevin Dobbins. Kidney, conduit of obliviousness. Killer Cotton Shizno. Kaniku fan. Kitty foe. Not thing. Kodiak and Luke Albuquerque, conduit of good, good belly rubs. God, that would be a good one. Corito Prime. Christina, conduit of the lawful Bozog barista afterlife itself. <laughs> Criterion, conduit of Caleb is my boy. Kyle Badzvik. Kyle, president of the Drop Goodwood fan club. The elections were fierce this year. <laughs> Lana Seawolf, lady of bones. Let me see that ass clap. Standing ovation. Let's stop reading names and banter for a while. Punish me, Skitch. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan, what are you doing here? Lauren Hitchcock's The Birds, all Bozog remake, even human roles, Kate's. <laughs> <laughs> Loki, Loki, reading Dr. Olivia Adler eulogy is Moose Fish. Is Moose Fish. I'm ignoring the very sad part to concentrate on what Moose is. Ludovico Limited. Luke Powers. Luther, conduit, long-time listener, first-time patron. Sorry for my... And they ran out of characters. Insolvency? Insolence? (laughs) (laughs) No one ever says insolence in real life. That's exclusively a villain thing. Your insolence. M. Joe, or is it M. Joe? M. Joe, the cult of Gorfanax. Marty the cat planeswalked to give Austin the Cassius Plague. He would. Cats would do that. Matt Lakeets is grateful for Dice Funk and New Century. Two excellent podcasts. Matt Luce. Matthew B. Hare. Matthew Schultz. Mauxy. <laughs> Conduit of Austin antagonizing Lauren in the credits. Yep. It's not just the credits. It's all life. All day. Maximum side boob three. The mystery of the third nipple. I may have woken Lauren up with 20 phone calls this morning. May or may not be just Ashley. Majin. Melbent. Melissa Nielsen. Mel Tyke. Punduit of bad jokes. Michael Grauman. Michael Hall. Midlife Stasis. Mika from Finland. Miles Funk, the dice punk in Rose, who is not an afterthought. Morgan Rapp. Mr. Willie Phoenix, Stephen Lesbian Seagull, Pooh Bear Shaker. My Valentine is postmodern artist Cy Twombly. Namita Aniskins. Conduit of failure itself. That was actually a uh, conduit someone was used for a player character on one season. If you're in the Discord, we've probably talked about that before. Nathaniel Homan. Nicholas Dominic. Nicole Woodruff. Nice person. No. Sorry. <laughs> I got distracted by the one underneath this. I know. Nina Person. Oi, Austin, when I eat that ass, should I use a fork and knife? Do not. Painful. Uh, Paye Rajberg, Rajberg. I'm just. I'm, I'm so sorry. The fork and knife really got me. Paul Mullen. Pixel fool. Pocket sundial. Preston Bowers. Brewer Holcomb. Puck. 
Conduit of large ambitions, but poor follow through. Same bitch. Raccoon Empire does not recognize the notorious possum insurgency. Oh no, politics. Get politics out of these credits. Oh no, the woodland creatures are fighting. Rain Raven. Random. Conduit of Would You Like a Hug? Yes. Resumi Yazera. Robert Dakin. Robert E. Calf Baker, make 2020 the year of the Bozog. S. Kearney, the trash dragon. Oh, that's a good dragon variant. It's really easy to build up your horde. Uh, Salad Child. Salubrious Tim, conduit of safer work Sasha-based fan fiction. Alternate history. I appreciate that. Yeah, AU. Sean Lyons-Burke. Sean, the host of Funk Dunk Plays. Simmons, conduit of harder slatty. I don't know. Is it pronounced slatty? Because that makes the the harder daddy joke. I thought it was slatty because the two A's, but they're the toad guys from Planescape. Oh, okay. Because I don't even know what that is. I explained it to you on the show. Everyone heard it. I'm bad. <laughs> Shane Sedgwick. Shane Ware. Check out Embalmed Apple to support a new creator if you... And then it cuts off. And they ran out of... Yeah. Shocking Link, Yeater of Nihilism. Hold on. I was adjusting my leg. Sir Octopus, Conduit of Chivalrous <laughs> Civil Socialism is party cohesion plus Soviet power. Victor Spakenstein. It's <laughs> still good. Starlight Glimmer did nothing wrong. Steph- Steph- Stefan Latour? Stefan Lund, Conduit of is a Dark and Stormy Trail Mix. <laughs> Sydney Marsing. Cyaretha's Height for Borderlands 3. Uh, parentheses, Austin's adding this. Sorry about the guy who made it. What oh, no. a wanger. Tara, conduit of terrible puns. Lol. The big gay woobling sound. What? <laughs> I think that's just every word that comes out of your mouth. Oh, the big gay woobling yeah. sound. The cast of Dungeons the Gathering. The ghost of Canadian Prime Minister Lester B. Pearson. The Had Cells. The murderous penguin who secretly lives in your sock drawer. The owl is feeling better now, thank God. Important update, breaking news, the owl is feeling better now. The Possum Kingdom Liberation Insurgency. That's important, all caps, the there, because apparently there's some uh, controversy over the legitimacy of the organization. The precursor, which sounds like an ominous movie. The Unitarian Universalist Congregation of Marietta, Georgia. You get that one every time. <laughs> it's long. Tim Lutton. Toby Gleason Stack. Shiro Kuro, conduit of being back on one's own bullshit. Yeah. Trace Marzing. Transient passerby. Trevor S. Shit, it's last minute. What's a joke? Shay, Austin touched me in the Epcot and called me Cumberness. <laughs> okay, we're gonna have to form an orderly line inside the Epcot ball. I'm, we're gonna try to get through this as fast as possible. Everybody's really into it. Vigor Arnston. Was it inside the ball? I don't remember. I think so because it's like on a ride. It's kind of like a little roller coaster, right? There's a lot of people on that ride. <laughs> That's what skirts are for. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren's like, I've had a sex before. <laughs> they know. Vigar Arnston. Victoria Molito, conduit of quietness. Should have done that one Victoria quiet. Valentine, I scream. Okay, Vinny. Oh, I just still in quiet voice. Look what you've done, Victoria. Vinny, conduit of sleepy bitch disease. Busy Huggles, keep up the great work, y'all. Wolves in the bathroom. No. They get you. Ziphosaurus. Yeah, Zach Crenshaw. Z23619, conduit of ambiguous number sequences. 
Zoltar, the Viking death metal caterpillar, <laughs> conduit of retribution. That's an NPC. Zun and you, thanks for playing. Oh, you're welcome. Brought to you by listeners like you. My favorite are monarch caterpillars. Because uh-huh. it looks like they have the little gold. And then when they're when they make their chrysalis, it's like got like little gold, like shiny parts. It's wild. Anyways, monarchs are dope. That's the end of my PSA. Look at these little nerds. Anyway, <laughs> that's the credits. What do we do? We did music's in the description. We already they- said to follow everyone except for sketch.bandcamp.sketch.bandcamp.sketch.bandcamp.com. All the links are in the description. Pat Podbean, Google Play, YouTube, like us, comment. Just engage with the content. You know what I'm saying? Web 3.0. Yeah. Engage with the content. That's what. Please. Yes. Give Austin money. He's so sad. I'm saving up for an Epcot trip, so everybody pitch in. <laughs> That's you know what happens at Epcot. You're not invited. <laughs> but they have great food. Nope, it's just Chris and Johnny and the listeners. <laughs>